Hello, I'm Lauren Hubelay, and I'm back again to talk about my exploration with Megan Limp on polyvagal theory and gemotherapy. Megan and I are joined today by the delightful Cameron Scott, and um, we're both going to learn more, I'm sure, about polyvagal theory and maybe share with Cameron a little bit about our view of how gemotherapy might fit into that. Megan, welcome. Good to have you here. Hi, Lauren and Cameron. It's great to be with you again. Good. And Cameron, welcome. So glad to have you back. It's delightful to be here with you both. And, and Cameron, you introduced yourself the last time with this wonderful catchphrase that I thought I would never forget, and I've, it's already escaped me. Tell, tell everyone again, how do you introduce yourself and your work today? Well, it really is because of polyvagal theory that I would lead with that I am a passionate polyvagalist. Passionate, I will remember that now. Beautiful, and you know what? I would agree that you are. Um, I think it's your passion, Cameron, as your work as a therapist and as a teacher that ignited this interest in me and helped me go further in not only understanding my own nervous system, but how this information would transfer to my work with gemotherapy. So I just want to thank you so much. So ladies, we're here to talk a little bit about therapeutical tools that might work with um, polyvagal theory and help with one's awareness and befriending of their nervous system. So the last episode, we discussed these three states, and Cameron, you so beautifully explained them to us. Um, my next question for you, Cameron, is what kind of tools do you use in your practice when you're working with someone that perhaps tends to get stuck in one place or another? Well, and that really brings me nicely to the what are considered the three organizing principles of polyvagal theory. And that is, first, as we've talked about the states, it's the hierarchy, because we are biologically having this experience of our autonomic nervous system, whether we have befriended it or not. And there is a hierarchy. Our systems really are toned to want to be in regulation, in ventral vagal ease with access to energy shifts and access to relaxation. It's only when something is creating a, a challenge that often autonomic nervous systems struggle. And, and you both talk about that sense of being stuck. Something is happening that's in, in some ways preventing that ease. And our autonomic nervous system in that way often doesn't feel like it's, it's our ally. It feels like it's our enemy. So in befriending our nervous systems, we learn about the hierarchy, we learn uh, about um, basically the neuroception, where we leave behind that this is anything about to be ashamed about. We simply have an autonomic nervous system that's influencing us on, all the time. Mm -hmm. And lastly, the, um, Steve Porges and Deb Dane would say co-regulation. But it is, once we befriend it and, and we're on our way to really being in a strong working relationship with our autonomic nervous systems, how do we support becoming 
more regulated and support resiliency, which is overall being less sensitive to profound shifts out of regulation. And that's where we all look to, what are our resources? What are our tools? And that's what excites me about being a conversation with both of you, because that brings in that, the whole question of how do you respond to, how does genotherapy support someone's process into becoming, befriending their autonomic nervous system and becoming more regulated? Megan, you so beautifully um, explain how um, your vision of how gemotherapy connects. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Absolutely. Uh, so as I have been meeting and getting more familiar with polyvagal theory and experiencing it both in my own personal life and with my family and professionally with clients, um, both through my acupuncture lens and through the gemotherapy lens, it really has um, come into my awareness that once I started to feel that I had an embodied experience and understanding of what Cameron describes as the three states of the autonomic nervous system and the latter of those states, I began to see that the potential for gemotherapy seemed so broad to me. It seemed that um, that a fitting extract might help us become more aware in communication with ourselves of identifying where we are on the map and identifying what support would look like for us in that moment that we are triggered or we are feeling stuck. Um, when we're at a time when we're feeling like we're stuck in dorsal or we're stuck in sympathetic, understanding what kind of support might help us shift and regain the flexibility to move through the three states with more ease. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I really see as we continue to explore this, the potential for gemotherapy, not just to do those things, but also to help us um, learn how to regulate ourselves and hone that skill in a sustainable way. Wow, how does that sound to you, Cameron? It just gets me all excited again. <laughs> because when we consider that all of us have this autonomic nervous system, this surveillance system that's working largely outside of our consciousness most of the time, by the time we get to befriending, um, we're also looking for ways, as Megan just you know, really articulated beautifully, how we can work with our autonomic nervous systems autonomic nervous systems are taking in information in three ways all the time. So from our environment, from our bodies, our, our, our physiologic processes, and between uh, uh, any other autonomic nervous systems. And you have, with the gemotherapy, a particular way to provide regulation, a platform for regulation with your extracts, and also provide another autonomic nervous system with a new way of responding, a new experience. Mm -hmm. So it's a wonderful way to help someone really have a different experience, which then becomes part of their wiring. Wow. You know, Cameron, what really comes up for me in what you were saying, and also Megan, is Really, my deepest heartfelt wish in my work is that 
people become engaged with their own health. We have lived through decades and, and generations, particularly of, as women, of giving our health away to practitioners and, and to systems that may not have any um, idea of who we are and what we're feeling. And I have continually looked for ways to empower um, my, my um, clients and, and get them aware of what's happening, these subtle signs in their body. And Cameron, I mean, it, it was so um, appealing to me when you use some of the very words I use when you're talking about polyvagal theory that I've used for years in teaching of, of creating awareness, befriending, although I never said befriending your nervous system, I said befriend the way your body's communicating with you. But that is your nervous system, right? I just didn't have the language to apply to that. Mm -hmm. Megan, I see you nodding. Or do you have some things you'd like to add? Well, it is so interesting. I had a thought earlier that I did a video project um, in the spring where I did quick interviews with people about how they experience wellness. And as I have met polyvagal theory, I realized that really what I was asking people is how they experience the road back to their ventral vagal state and what that feels like to them, because we know that that's where healing takes place. Wow. Wow. It's like all roads lead to polyvagal theory. Right? All roads lead to regulation. <laughs> yes. Yes. And this word regulation, um, I have to tell you, it's become quite a buzzword in my household because um, I'm now, of course, using all the polyvagal um, language to practice um, as I move through my day. And, and occasionally I might point out someone else's state very, very kindly, but I might note it. Um, and, and this idea of regulation, um, I love, you know, Cameron, you taught me a few things that were very helpful in um, my own process with regulating. And um, if I remember right, um, I, I, you actually asked me in the moment, like, well, what would make you feel better right now? Do you, I can actually remember sitting in, in conversation with you on Zoom, of course, that, um, and, and you saying, okay, you feel this way now, what would feel better? And I remember saying, breathing, breathing might make me feel better. Yeah. Right? Um, recently I was listening to Deb Dana talk and this really speaks to something that I've noticed. And uh, Cameron, I've heard you make reference to this a few times since we've been together today, which is in a Q&A session, often therapists will ask Deb, um, well, how do I differentiate various states of the nervous system or how do I differentiate where my client is? And the answer always seems to be the same, Lauren, and this really lines up with us empowering yep. ourselves, which is ask that person's nervous system. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wonderful pivotal moment when I was working with a client and we learned and we're well on our way to befriending his autonomic nervous system. And he came in one day and he said, oh, I am in so mobilized. I have to, you have to help me. I have to figure out, you know, my work, my family, my what. And 
I sat there and I said, okay, I can feel a little bit of my sympathetic coming on board because, you know, I can easily move into, you know, let's get together and both get mobilized and I'll tell you what to do. <laughs> and then when I realized my system needed a little bit more regulation board and said, this is a choice point. We can both try to figure this out in a very mobilized way, or we can get you back into more ventral vagal um, regulation, and chances are you're going to have way better answers to your challenges than I am. Mm -hmm. And we took that short journey in support of coming, coming back into more regulation. And, and by the end of this therapy session, he said, oh, I know what to do. I, 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 and that was that moment of empowerment. Yeah, yeah. Well, Never talks about, uh, she names her earliest training as, as a rhythm of regulation. And she said something she didn't anticipate was really, you know, she gets email every day from people who meet polyvagal theory and become polyvagal informed, not only about how it's changed their work, but how it's changed their lives. Sure. And sure. that was very important for, and has been part of the, the, the passion. Once that, that empowerment starts to come to life, people really get to take it on board themselves. Well, I think it, it, in a sense, it helps them live their lives, right? Because when you're safe, you can do all the beautiful things that you were born to do. And, um, you, you know, I, I, one thing that comes up for me about polyvagal theory that I think is very similar to the way that I see health and healing and, and the system I've created with gemotherapy is that we doesn't matter why. Like we don't have to chase the why or the diagnosis. I think we spend way too much time and energy down these rabbit holes. And we have mm -hmm. systems that have created a lot of experts about the whys, right? <laughs> but a lot, a lot of stories yes. that don't necessarily affect the state. Yeah. And, and when I heard you say in our sessions and then listening to Deb Dana's presentations that, you know, we can just drop on that. We, this isn't about diagnosis and how you got here. It's where you are right now. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely aligned beautifully with what I teach continuously in my program. It doesn't matter if you have migraine headaches or you have um, irregular menstrual cycles, it's all about your immune system. And when we align it and it's functioning, then we just move on with our life, right? Yeah. There's been a profound change in my work with exactly that, which is the efficiency. People used to come in and we spent mm -hmm. so much time on the stories and so much time trying to figure it out. When in fact, when people can learn their way back in, in their own empowerment to regulation uh, with much greater resiliency, then they come and go an awful lot more quickly <laughs> and happily. Yeah, that's beautiful. Megan, it looks like you have something going on there in your head. Well, the coming and going an awful lot quickly, you know, more quickly really aligns with how I've always seen my practice is my job to get people not to need me. It's my, my job for my clients to go away. Yeah. 
And um, I think that's a beautiful place to come to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Ladies, this has been remarkable. Thank you both. Cameron, thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming and being so willing to show up and share your experience of polyvagal theory with us. That passion's infectious, isn't it? Yeah. It is very infectious. This has been so fun. Thank you both. Yeah. yeah.